Welcome to the Mere and Powerful Podcast, where we believe in going far by going together. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of the Mere and Powerful Podcast. It is good to be with you. In this episode today, we catch up with LA-based hip-hop artist Jason Petty, better known as Propaganda or Prop for short. In this dynamic conversation, we explore a wide range of topics, including music, touring, family, grief, Nipsey Hussle, and of course, coffee. Of course, coffee. Uh, Propaganda is one of our ambassadors. We have a close relationship, and as an ambassador, uh, we were able to give him an early edition of the new Mir Porigami and coffee canister, and we actually made some pour-over coffee in the studio while recording, which was uh, which was a first. He could not get over the packability of the flat pack porigami dripper so flat it blew his mind it was great he travels a lot he's really excited because he was formerly uh using another product which is much more bulky and involves pressing and muscles and this is just a nice smooth pour over option uh so he has access to it early you can check it out on his instagram uh but if you would like to back it you are welcome to head over to the old kickstarter mirror.com kickstarter and back the project we would love for your support uh, these will be shipping in august and there are some great rewards on kickstarter uh, a little bit of a discount for getting in early so we would love for you to join the community and uh, be a part of these new products that we have introduced to the market hope you enjoy our conversation thanks we're in seattle in the studio we've got propaganda you yeah. is it is it propaganda aka jason petty or is it jason petty aka propaganda? Uh, depends, on, depends on when you met me and who you're asking <laughs> no nah, i answered them both that's all good what do your kids call you uh besides dad oh. <laughs> besides oh dad come on yes mostly it's that yeah, yeah. but dad yeah <laughs> it's mostly like get out of the way <laughs> where's dad. mom where's that's mom? my name where's mom my name is where's mom <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's uh what your wife's name's alma my wife's name's alma what yeah. does she call you babe hey you yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> where my money <laughs> what about your closest friends um closest friends call me prop yeah yeah they all it's at some point it's gotten like yeah. devolved into prop yeah, yeah. i mean that's in my phone all it says yeah. is prop, prop. Yep. yeah and where did it come from <laughs> came from my cousin um and i was 16 when i got it and you know it's funny because it's like you know once you once you get well within parenthood you <laughs> feel so weird introducing yourself is like it's my nickname from when i was 16 you know what i'm saying <laughs> um, you know uh but yeah no nah, he gave it to me when we were in high school you know and we just was like yeah it sounds cool proper like propaganda propaganda oh the whole thing yeah the whole thing yeah we were just like yeah it's cool and then it was just too much to say so it just got shortened to prop I love that. Yeah. <laughs> it's still relevant, though. That's so cool. Which is really cool. You know, I feel like I grew into it because, like I said, at the time, we just thought it was a cool sounding word, you know? Yeah. And then um, all that, you know, I ended up doing with my life was like, oh, yeah, no, that's it. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Uh, so people who are tuning in, prop is what what would you define like how how do people how would you describe yourself to people like are you a rapper are you an artist yeah i'd say i do hip-hop and poetry yeah 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 uh, so i like, love your spoken word oh thanks man <laughs> yeah oh my I, gosh your bit about you compare coffee ooh, to yeah. a black woman yeah uh, you heard that of course oh, man. i did oh, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll get into on this yeah <laughs> yeah that yeah, was dude, so good that was one of oh yeah i forgot yeah that was one of my uh that's one of the newer ones and um 
Yeah, that's that one's fun. It's beautiful because you're like, as a listener, oh, you're like, God. you're like, oh yeah, and then, I, and then you're like, oh yeah, and you yeah. just keep going, and it keeps I just unfolding, when I totally and performed it at your, your yeah, at the store. <laughs> yeah, my bad. Yeah, uh, yeah. It was like I enjoy writing. Like I like stuff that like kind of cuts on both sides of the like. You know, what I'm saying it's like a like a two edged sword in the sense that like it's dagger pointing, but it's also pointing back at your at yourself you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah. so like so i like for stuff to have turns and um to keep my for one to keep the 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 crowd engaged or the listener engaged but two is to keep my even to keep myself off balance you know what i'm saying um in the sen- off balance in the sense that like i don't want to get like in my life more comfortable pointing at everybody else's problems you know what I'm saying, than my own. So I try to write for stuff that like, where there's always like a, well, then again, prop, you know, <laughs> kind of you too, bro. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I always try to write with some, with that sort of tone. So that one was one of those things, again, like I just enjoy having like the the scene switch. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Wait, what? Oh my God, he was, he was, I thought he was going this way. He's actually going that way, you know? Yeah, yeah. That's yeah. exactly what it felt like. Yeah. What? Where are you when you're writing something like that? What's your environment? Oh, it could be anywhere. I'm on a plane. Um, on a plane? Yeah. Like, yeah pla- oh, man. Planes are like my... Like, planes where I get like, stuff done. Like right? middle yes. seat? Yes. Oh, I refuse to sit in the middle <laughs> oh, okay, seat. There's okay. a few things that I'm bougie about. I'm like, hey, man. Well, you're tall. How tall yes, are you? Yes, I'm 6'1". 6'1". Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah, dude, nah. I refuse to sit in that middle. But yeah, the planes... Dude, we're, I know you know, right? That, if you travel... That's your only alone time. And yeah. I'd be cranking doing yeah. that. Yeah. And the internet sucks, so you really can't yes. do email. No. Yeah. Yeah, I, you have to focus on whatever you... Yeah, the, it's I, a focus team. That's I where, did um, not expect you to say that. That's yeah. where uh, Porigami came from. I believe it. I was flying from here to New York, uh-huh. had a bourbon, and I was just writing down like dripagami, da 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 mm. And I was like, that sounds horrible. Yeah. I was like, we're doing pour over. And we called it the origami dripper as like the, just our name. Uh-huh. And there's was like, porigami porigami and then i started texting everybody i knew like what do you think about porigami and then i text our japanese distributor what do you think porigami is and he was like a, a pour over device that folds up and i was like yes nailed it <laughs> it's my job yes it's brilliant uh, yes i'm holding one right now you are it's so brilliant i'm so well you kind of inspired it um Uh-oh. a piece yeah, the, yeah well the, the aeropress yeah because I, f- I felt you because I was like, well, do you like this? So I was actually quizzing you when, when I was asking about your That's hair crazy, press. Yeah. <laughs> when you first mind, met. Man. Yeah, actually, yeah. that is when we first yeah. met, like which is kind of a day. funny, it was a funny yeah. story. Uh-huh. We had coffee together. Yeah. Yeah, but it was, uh, we were in Kalamazoo, Michigan, and two months before it, I have no idea how they reached out. Do you do you remember how they, they just reach out to you cold? It's just an email. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah same. Yeah, we got these, uh, we both got emails for Catalyst University mm-hmm. uh, to speak and you did rap, you did spoken word and performed. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and it's funny because we hadn't met and I didn't, I, I think I'd heard your music because you uh-huh. were on with, um, who's the other uh, uh, popular Christian rapper? Or whatever, for lack Lecrae? of a Lecrae? Lecrae. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah so yeah, I have a buddy yeah. who loves Lecrae. Uh-huh. And so I've heard you on there before. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. But my sister texts me and she's freaking out. She's like, you're speaking at the same conference as Propaganda. Yeah. And I was like, yeah. Who, yeah, dude. Who's, who's that? that? <laughs> and she's like, you don't know who Propaganda is? Yeah, and so yeah, she yeah. follows your podcast uh-huh. and uh, she she is uh, she has her master's in urban education, teaches mm. in Daily City, San Francisco. Yeah. Um, tough situation with, I mean, it's just like, I don't know how she does it. Yeah. Like she's underpaid. 
Um, she's a rock star. And mm -hmm. so she was freaking out. Yeah. And then I showed up and was like, hey, uh, my sister's a huge fan. Can I get a selfie? And she like, so I said, yeah, Sure. So I sent that photo to her. And then the bromance. Oh, the bromance started. Blossomed. Yeah. yeah. I think you called me that night and told me all about Prop. I was like, Prop has an AeroPress. He loves good coffee. We're yeah. going to have some Madcap. And I yeah. got up to Madcap to get fresh coffee. Yeah. And, yeah. and it was such a, like, I was telling, I was, oh, why did I just blank on your name right now? It's so terrible. Just call me Beck. Beck. Yep. Beck. I'm so sorry. That's, that's my, she doesn't, that's have a, my, she doesn't have a cool rapper name. My, uh, yeah, that's my rapper name. Yeah. No. All right, Beck, there it is. <laughs> uh, there's a band out back already now. Anyway, um, I know. Yeah, no, but I was I was telling I was telling back that like I was so taken back that you knew what Madcap was because it's such a because I'm like it's super who, niche. Yeah. yeah, it's so niche. Like who would know? You know, it's the stuff that me, you know, me and our friends that just like we know we know we're into this. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So it's just like oh, I'm just gonna go get some coffee. You know what I'm saying? Where are you going? Oh, it's just shop around the corner. <laughs> Madcap? Like, what? Yes, actually. Yes. <laughs> yeah, Madcap. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. It was good. Yeah. yeah. So I grabbed a bunch of bags. Well, and gave me that. Uh, Trevor gave me the uh, Trevor who started Madcap mm -hmm. gave gave me two sweatshirts. Yep. Uh, and I was like, prop, you got to have this. I rocked it the next oh, day. Oh, man, it was so good. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that coffee did that for you guys. Yeah. Coffee brought us together. It brings us together. Oh, so man. Neat. Yeah. And also um, DJ. Yeah, Fecto. Fecto. He was there. Yeah, he rest in peace. Such a bummer. Yeah. He was a. Uh, Seven years, man. Seven years, my DJ. Yeah, he passed away over uh, Thanksgiving. I was super sad to hear that. He yeah, was man. so talented. So sweet, so talented, yeah. It he was, was so talented because he was like an amazing DJ, mm -hmm. but he was even better at food, at cooking. Oh, my gosh. Like, he just self-taught, like, figured it out, just was like, and it was one, it was, it was one, okay, if you've, <laughs> if you've ever been through a breakup, you know, <laughs> which you're like, I am doing this to my own detriment because I, but you're better off without me. You know what I'm saying? It's, <laughs> it's kind of what it me. felt with him. Yes, where it was just like, bro, just you're you're too good at this. You don't. This is not. This is you DJing for me is not your end game. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and I mean, we would be backstage. You know, we getting ready for the show, and I'm about to ask him something about one of the songs we're gonna perform, and he's like, "What?" And I'm he, on his iPad. He's just looking at like cooking shows or like <laughs> he's like some deep cut like it's not even in english like you know what i'm saying uh chef like doing this like how to something you know he's got his notes out i'm like what are you working on he's like oh I'm just, just rest some recipes recipe. and i'm just like dude <laughs> you don't want to do this anymore yeah man. you know um yeah so he, he's Ron, like that man. marshmallow song I want you to be happy. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was I like, where are you going? Yes. I was like, what? I'm still in my three-year-old mode. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, marshmallow. Marshmallow song? I missed <laughs> yeah. that one. Yeah. No. Yeah. Was that, that was right after Moana. <laughs> <laughs> we watch a lot of Moana. Oh, I don't man. know about you. We did. She, uh, Moana just ended. Oh. Yeah. We're not there yet. Oh, man. Mm -mm. She ended. Um, but she I was, love The Rock, so I can tolerate it. Because he's so funny. Oh, too. so good. Yeah. <laughs> okay, but back to this DJ. What was his name? Ron. 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 Yeah, Ron Effecto. Yeah. Was his death kind of the first up close loss no. for you? Um, unfortunately, yeah. I'm uh, you know, I'm from inner city Los Angeles, so you know, and in my family, I'm the like, I'm at sort of the tail end of all the like generational births. So I was like the youngest of cousins, and you know, everyone. So. Around the time I started coming around, 
you know, the top end were passing away. Mm -hmm. So we had been going to, I, I feel like as, as funny, like Ron was like my wife's maybe like second funeral in her whole life, you know? And I mean, I was like, man, I'm going to funerals. It's elementary, you know, yeah. preschool, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? Um, so he wasn't, he wasn't the first, uh, he was the first, uh, close death as a parent, mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. And that was like a new, was really a new experience for me you know i didn't know how to like you don't it's like i want to communicate healthy grieving practices to my kids but i didn't know if i had them you know what i'm saying like, <laughs> wait i don't know if i'm grieving yeah, i don't know if i'm equipped for this i don't know yeah i was like maybe i don't maybe i'm not so it made me think about grieving you know and wanting to model and then being able to spot unhealthy you know what i'm saying like how do i tell my 13 year old like you know hey you I feel like you're going into despair right now. She may not be, you know what I'm saying? I just, it was a new, that was new. For mm -hmm. sure. Oh, mm -hmm. I totally relate. Yeah. My mom died last year yeah. of cancer and from diagnosis to, um, to death, she, it was about nine weeks. Ooh. So Whoa. super fast. Yeah. And my son, our son was born in the middle of that. Oh, jeez. And so, yeah, I mean, I, I can completely relate like mm -hmm. how, how do I harness these emotions? Mm -hmm. Are they okay to express in front of my kids? Yeah. Or should I wait until they're yeah. asleep for the night? Totally. Like it's just such uh Yeah, there's just no roadmap. Yeah. It's interesting to navigate. Yeah. I knew I wanted to like I wanted her to see me cry. Like I was thinking it was important for her to see her dad cry. You know what I'm saying? Um Cause you know, I mean, I grew up like any other boy, where it's like you know, men don't cry. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like, and and you know, you get to you get to your twenties, and you're like, uh, yeah, we do. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> this is not a very healthy practice to not cry. You yeah. Know? Um, so I was like, I knew I didn't want to communicate that to my my child. Um, and then there was like one night. Um, I I mean, I was crying throughout most of the day, and then one night. Uh, I just middle of the night, like just couldn't control, just uncontrollably, just like weeping. And then she heard me from her room. My my daughter heard me from her room, came and just like hugged and like laid with us for a while. And I was like, now my tears are joy. I know, you know I, I know. Like, it like makes it worse and like, better. It makes it worse and better. I'm so proud of you, baby. <laughs> oh, man, yeah. that was tough. All yeah. the feels at the same time. All of them. I'm so confused. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, it's so hard to lose somebody you love. So hard. It's so hard. It's so permanent. Or it or it feels that way. Yeah. Yeah. That's tough. I'm sorry for your mom, Yeah. Man. No, that I'm sucks. sorry for you, too. Thank you. Yeah. Wow. That's where this oh, podcast is going. That's now. where we're and going. And cut. Yeah. No, so just kidding. Make, can, we, can we quickly change the subject? I know. We went there fast. Yeah. <laughs> Brian, where do you want to go from here? <laughs> oh, man. that was, I mean, that the. Uh, I mean, back to Michigan, I was I was confused to be in the middle of nowhere Michigan. Yes. Uh, I don't know if you... I, I've never been to Kalamazoo, Michigan. Never in my life. I uh, didn't even know they had an airport. Uh, didn't either. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, I, it was kind of an eye-opening experience for me uh, mm -hmm. in the sense that like I grew up in Boise, Idaho, mm -hmm. super white, mm -hmm. um, come to Seattle less white mm -hmm. uh and then we were in that back room yeah and you were like this is what the man looked like growing up to me 
Yeah. And it was interesting because my experience was like, oh, here's all these people who are like business leaders, you yeah. know, in their community, yeah. all trying to like better their community. Uh-huh. And like, I didn't have that reaction because I didn't grow up like that. Mm-hmm. And so that for me, it was kind of an unlock of like, oh, wow, like a, a back room of, you know, dark mahogany wood and fine yeah. steak and wine. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's so funny. And Bob Goff's sitting next to me just being crazy yeah. and <laughs> sweet and yeah. nice being as gentle. Yeah. It was just like they, 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 they had this like night with like this like mixer, or like cocktails and then like the super nice dinner for all the speakers you know and he, the guy was just thanking everybody you know and i'm looking around the table and we were like and i just i was like dude this is what i that's what happens whenever <laughs> all the rich guys go shut the door and decide how the world's gonna run you know that's what i pictured i was like I, this is this is the man this is what it is like the man's keeping us down yeah they all sit around mahogany tables and decide what the world's gonna do yeah <laughs> you know, drink, so drink fine wine yeah it was such a funny like oh Wow, this is so. This is it, huh? Yeah, <laughs> you're like, there, yeah. There's, that's it. All right, all right. It's not that special. <laughs> yeah. And you were you guys sitting next to each other? I think we we're. I think you we were sitting across across from each other. From each other. Yeah, yeah. Because okay. yeah. yeah. Bob Goff's like seven feet tall, and he was. Mm-hmm. I was like, kept looking up to him. Oh, yeah. he's that tall. He's a big he's, dude. Yeah. He's... Were there any women in the room? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. A few. Yeah. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely a lot of white dudes. A lot of white dudes. And and, we'll, and you know, which kind of speaks to the issue you're touching at is like the women that were there, like none of them were like mid-grade, like power players. It was like, if you're the lady in the room, like you are a super boss. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and you know, there's some guys that were like, you're killing it, but you're not like killing it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> but the ladies there was like, oh, you you are exceptional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Totally. That's yeah. Cool. Uh, and then you did the spoken word. That was the first time I'd heard spoken word in person from you. I say, oh, yeah. I thought you meant in person, period. And I was like, well, really? that, I mean, we were, in, yeah, yeah. Yes. It was amazing. Yeah. Thanks, man. Yeah. I don't remember what I did. I do remember what I did. Yeah. Uh, yeah. They, they kind of put me on spot that day. Yeah, because I was like, they, try- you weren't expecting that. No, I was trying to play it low, like, because I'm still getting my bearings in the moment. And I was like, it's Wait, cold or in Michigan. Yeah, I gotta perform. Okay, let's go for it. Yeah. Oh wow, that. Oh man, it was rad though. Yeah, you bust. Oh, yeah, know. it was fun. Yeah, yeah, and and I never had anybody offer to like pay me extra for it. Oh, they did too. Yeah, they totally did. Like oh, that's sweet. never. Ha- I was like, oh, this is good business. Do you know what I'm saying? And then I was like, like, "Mm, I I like sitting around these tables, (laughs) you know? Because, yeah, most of the time it's like somebody like, you know, they bring you out and then they're like, hey, actually just wondering, you know, before we go to lunch, if you go, you know, we got this classroom down here. Maybe you just pop in, you know, just kind of talk to the kids, you know, just like. (laughs) Or you can say no. No, you can't say no. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like. Yeah, it's, it's if like so. So you want me to do a whole other forty-five minutes, so like a full a second presentation? Is what you're asking me to do? Like that's a full second presentation. You yeah. know, I mean, you just all right. I guess like this guy was like, oh no, yeah, we'll pay for it. It's like, oh, I'm oh, in. Okay, <laughs> man, I have the hardest time. Beck knows this too. I have the hardest time saying no. Yeah. Do you have that? Do you have that problem it's too? It's all bad. It's all bad. My wife talks about it all the time. She's like, well, you have no boundaries, so. It's like, yeah. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm like, man, they made me sound so tired. She's like, well, you have no boundaries. No, literally tonight I, I'm on a panel <laughs> and they were like, oh, could you stay after and like mingle for like 15 minutes and just do an extra Q&A? And I was like, oh, yeah, no problem. <laughs> and then I was like, I literally you have no boundaries. He's like, like, I have no boundaries. Yeah, and the other speaker was like, no, I got to go. And I was like, you can say that? <laughs> oh, uh, that's an option? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God, yeah. you can say no. Yeah. And I'm, doc, my wife is like. She'll be like, look, I'm available 
on Thursday at 1.42, between 1.42 and 1.49. That's when I'm available. And I'm like, what? Like, life don't work that way. Like, who? Yeah. And she's just like, it's when I'm available. That's so good. I love how straightforward she is. Oh, yeah. I wish amazing. she were here. Uh, yeah. Yeah, you do. <laughs> oh man, this would be quite a different experience. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she sounds incredible. Super smart. Yeah, man. She's yeah. PhD, two masters. I don't know how it happened, dude. I don't know how that's my wife. I Wicked no smart. Wicked where, smart. Where did Wicked you meet? Smart. Awesome. We just got back smart. from Boston. So yeah. like, <laughs> the back in Boston. She's wicked smart. Uh, we had mutual friends. Her friend, uh, college roommate, best friend, was dating one of my friends. So she's just kind of around all the time, you know, with our just friend circle. Yeah. And I mean, at that time, like she's finishing UCLA. So I'm like, oh, you're super gorgeous but like you have things going for you so like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just it's all good you know and uh yeah and it's just for like maybe two three years just like she just hung out you know um and then just yeah like we were dating other people different times and it's like a new year's eve party i just hit on her you know <laughs> like hey i might as well <laughs> you, know? you never got know no, got nothing to lose right <laughs> where you say no and put me right back where i am right now it's fine you yeah. know so it's just, right? man it's like cold calling right yeah you just, yeah. Gotta, you just gotta do it i'm just right back where i started yeah 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 might as well might as well ask might as well ask you never yeah. know yeah. <laughs> might end up being white <laughs> <laughs> who knows, who knows? Might <laughs> i like it yeah you have no boundaries. <laughs> that's, that's how she says it. Well, you have no boundaries. So. Oh, man. I'm so tired. Well, you have no boundaries. <laughs> I'm going to start using You're that. You're going to start using that one? I'm going to start using yes. that. Yes. Oh, that's a good <laughs> one. Because uh, it does. It all comes back to that mm-hmm. for the most part. So I have a question on boundaries. Yeah. I, I don't know if it's boundaries, but does your wife travel very much? No. Okay. She so travels she... like maybe once a month for work. Okay. Because you were, I mean, seasonal. You're Seasonal. on the road a lot. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you handle that with like two kids and yeah, well boundaries. <laughs> um, yeah, I generally like I don't stay gone longer than five days in a row. Like that's the limit, you know. And then at at the fifth day, you got to go home. Yeah. Um, for however for however long of a time, but either way, you got to go back home at the fifth day. Um, I take a week off every month. That a week off in the sense that like I don't travel, you know, for yeah. at least one week every month, and then I try to take. It, it, I mean, depending on how good the other months do, I try to take a month off every year. Um, I love that. Yeah. Whereas a month of off of travel, like I might still do like local stuff here and there, but like I'm gonna be at home five o'clock. Yeah. For a whole month. You yeah. Know what I mean, um, and uh, and then we have things like we call like the awesome clause. So like if somebody's like. Hey, we want you to come perform in New Zealand, and like, I'm going to New Zealand. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> the like, awesome class. Yes, the all. That's like this is just awesome. Like I'm going to New Zealand. Yeah. You know. So there's we have that like sort of understanding. You know what I'm saying? Um, but if I do that, like if I'm going to New Zealand, you can't go to New Zealand for a day. So I'll be there for a while. So that means that like when I get back, I got to take like two weeks off when I get back. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? So we just have these like, you know, checks and balances. To yes. make sure that like I know my children still, you know, and the five <laughs> days really was because of them is like, that's when our three year old starts like tantruming and like, mm-hmm. you know, totally. now like just FaceTiming her is not enough. You know what I'm saying? Now she's like, 
acting up at school. Yada, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, okay, it's too long. You have to come home. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's smart. That yeah. is really good. Yeah. It's just, you just got, it's, it's hard, man. It's hard, but you got like, and we check it every quarter. Like we stop and check, okay, is the system working? What's coming up next quarter? How's this looking? Hey dude, that's a lot of dates. You gotta say no to one of these. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, just trying to figure out like what's the best. You know what I'm saying? What's that quarter check-in look like? Just hour coffee, hang out? Yep, pull up our calendars, um, check in with each other. Uh, you know, trying to like get ahead of like, um, they're like, hey, this has actually been bothering me. So if I just hadn't said nothing yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> or actually, you know what? Now that you ask, like trying to get ahead of those, you know what I'm saying? So they don't come up later. Like our big thing, because we're both like super driven is to like, we don't want to resent each other. So like the big thing is like, what can we do to like get ahead of resentment? You know what I'm saying? Um, especially if like, if she's got a project she's working on, but I have a lot of travel during that time. One of us can't do our projects. You know what I'm right. saying? So she's like, I don't want to resent you for not being able to do that. So I need you to hear now. I'm a little frustrated you're gonna be gone for a lot of July. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And then I have to say, okay, uh, well, I can't not go. I've signed contracts, but I can like not, I could say no to like a lot of stuff in August. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And be like, okay, well, then there it is. You know what I'm saying? Find that compromise. Yeah, try to find the compromise. But if she don't like, I'm definitely lean more towards workaholic. So if you don't, if you don't tug my jacket, you know what I'm saying? I'm going to keep going. You know what I'm saying? Totally. Boundaries. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Respect. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I got to work on that. Oh, you guys are samesies? Same. I, well, if, yeah, if Beck's not like, hey, you know, because I would just go, 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 go. I mean, mm-hmm. it's, I, I love being around our kids yeah. and I love growing my business. It's, mm-hmm. re, you know, that's the compression that I feel is, yeah. is it's, it's really hard because there's all these demands on the schedule. There's always another customer to see. Always. And so it's, you know, that's the, that's the balance. Yeah. We've kind of been able to travel as a family though, here and there. Yeah, like Hawaii. You know, we have we have a fair amount of uh, accounts in Hawaii strategically. Oh, that's rad. Yeah, yeah. But I mean that that'll <laughs> change strategically. That'll yeah. change too. Like as our kids get older and are in school yeah. and stuff I know, like that. School's gonna just but. throw a whole wrench. Oh, it's in gonna this. wreck it. Ugh. Is we, touring ever uh, lonely? Or ha- or or it can it, be. I mean, it kind of sounds like it's now you and your wife have built it out in such a way that it wouldn't be because yeah. you're home every five days. Yeah. It can get lonely, and I, and a lot of a lot of times it has to do with like my own sort of like energy level, like my own sort of like, hey, am I taking care of myself? You know what I'm saying? Um, because generally I have like there's two or three people with me, you know, mm-hmm. usually, um, and even with that, like if I'm not, you know, if my head's like like I'm so concerned about like logistics stuff like oh this merch isn't selling oh this is this dang i did too much i'm after all this man this the credit card was putting so much on the card you know what i'm saying and just like let myself spin oh we didn't sell as many tickets as we i planned on you know what i'm saying all that stuff starts just like you know draining you and then then you're in the hotel lobby you know or in your hotel room just like i'm so sad (laughs) you know um yeah, so, but it's so, it gets lonely when I know I'm not taking care of myself well or I'm taking on too much. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, I don't have to count inventory. You have a road manager, you have an assistant. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you don't have to do that. You don't, you feel like you feel like you're doing it because you feel like if it's not working out, I want to take control because mm-hmm. it's like, it's not working. I need to fix it. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, but be like, no, you, you, you can't. Like, 
or if I get so busy during the day, like I haven't called my kids, you know what I'm saying? Or when I call them, it's like, oh, it's bedtime or they're in dance or this. So I miss like yeah. talking the touch point back home, mm-hmm. you know, um, or she get or my wife's too busy. She's like, well, I'm like, I'm working and I'm taking care of the family. I got time. I can't stop to FaceTime you because you got time before sound check. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so like those like that, when those things starts happening and a lot of t- it's like it's it's an ebb and flow like it could have been because i didn't i wanted to sleep in so i didn't get up to make sure i caught them before they went to school because i was tired you know what i'm saying so just when you don't have that discipline then it gets super lonely Mm -hmm. you know um and yeah and i have to like bring back like just good practices to Mm -hmm. like get myself out of that funk you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. yeah oh man there's a lot between running a business and run around yeah because i mean i'm running a business you know what yeah. i mean like I, I i actually look to a lot of the stuff that like business people do and be like god i should i should think like that you know <laughs> that's a good move <laughs> yeah 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 mirror inspires me man i love what you guys do oh, what did w- what did you think you would be when you grew up when you were younger that's funny the first thing i thought was like a stand-up comedian <laughs> <laughs> I can see it. I was like, then I realized I can't write a joke. I was like, <laughs> I can write a poem, but with jokes in it, but I can't write a joke. And then, um, <laughs> and then, uh, and then I was like, you know, pro basketball player, oh, yeah. like you know, what I'm saying, just out of nowhere. Um, but I think that, like, ultimately, I always wanted to be an artist. My first love was visual arts, and that's what I really wanted to do. I wanted to draw, you know, um, and that's what I went to college for. Uh, but that's what I wanted to be. I wanted to be like a visual artist. Um, and then just hip hop just ran up and hugged me, you know? And, and, and like, you hugged her right back. And I was like, what is this warm <laughs> feeling, you know? And uh, yeah, and I, I taught. I taught high school for like six years. And I you were really a high school teacher? I was a high school teacher, yeah. Oh, I loved man. it too. I then, I, and then so by, the, by my adulthood, I thought I was going to do that forever. Hmm. I was like, oh, this is it. Yeah, this is what I'm going to do. And then I got a record deal. Like, <laughs> You're like the coolest high school teacher ever. I hope so. They're like, they're like where did prop go? Like, he signed a record deal. He's yeah. out. Yeah, they um. Wow. That, I mean, I like I'm still connected. Like matter of fact, one of the girls like because I taught at a high school for the arts. So uh, all these kids are like, it's super dumb talented. You know what I mean? So they ended up like finding me later, like as a public oh, crazy. Figure. Yeah. One of the boy, one of the boys, kid Adrian. Um, he, when we, we, he was like freshman in my class, like he was like, man, I think I want to start a record label. I was like, cool, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, That's cool. Yeah. You know, this guy graduates a year out of, out of high school. He was like, yeah, this is our label. And I was like, you actually did it. But then, it, but he was one of the, he was so talented and he's like, he's just so talented. Now the guy was like, he's like the buyer for two, like this venue called the Roxy in Hollywood, like just legendary. He's like the talent buyer and he runs all the merch for Coachella. So he's the head of merch for Coachella. It's Adrian Parker, just like it's Adrian in fifth period. Like you're just fifth, <laughs> you're Adrian in fifth period. You run all the merch for Coachella. It, how I found that out was we were trying, I was routing a tour a few years ago and like, you know, my booking agent like sent the thing, sent the request in and was like, hey, it's this, you know, and then the guy replied back and he sent me the reply back and they were like, hey, these are the, this is what they're thinking. Uh, you're like the second, you know, they have like first and second holds. And then the guy was like, which basically means like, if this person backs out, then you can get the room. And I saw the email. I looked at the bottom, I was like, 
Adrian? So I shot like another girl that was like her friend that I stayed connected with, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean? Um, who like runs sound and stuff like that. So I was like, hey, what's Adrian's number? Does he work at so-and-so? And she was like, yeah, he's the buyer. I was like, give me his number right now. <laughs> so <laughs> I was like, Adrian, you know, that's me. That's we're asking for the room. He was like, oh, okay, booked. Dude, <laughs> You're I'll like, see I you then. First or second. Yeah, he was like, I'll Come see you on. then. I was like, dude, it's so crazy. Yeah, <laughs> freaking yeah. So like, it ended up like working out because they were they were artists anyway. But yeah, I wanted to, I wanted to teach. You know. Wow. Well, you're kind of teaching. Yeah, in right way. Yeah. Wow, that's so unique. What I love it? that. I love how unlinear it is. Yeah. Oh, it's ping pong. It's so un- unconventional. Yes. It's not like a like a progression necessarily. It was all over the place. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's like, you know, every every kid in a decent sized town rode a skateboard, right? Nobody, they're going pro. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But we all ride skateboards because yeah. you all ride skateboards, yeah. right? But maybe... Yeah, maybe. Maybe there's like a kid and you're, you know... Maybe it's Tony Hawk or... Yeah. Ma- yeah. Yeah. Or like <laughs> you just happen to like, like of your little like, you know, ragtag group of friends, one of those dudes can like really skate. Yeah, you know, yeah. you're like these, that, we're just messing around. He might have something. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the way it kind of was for me in like hip hop. It was like, oh, we're all, we're all just yeah, messing we're around. You know what I'm saying? We're just hanging out. You know, and then just it kind of like I was like, man, I'm kind of good at this. This is crazy. Yeah, you know, You're like I got this. I think I can do this. Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Mo- what was that like leap? Where you're like, you know, I think I'm gonna like, because I know nothing about music recording. Yeah. So the recording part was just like just me and my cousins, like you know, buying like a cheap mic, using like a cereal bowl for like a to like sound <laughs> for like to to like try to like. Did you record in like a closet with like pillows? Totally. Like- yeah. There are major major studios now that still say closet with a mattress and pillows are still the best sound. They're like, I love that. They're just like it's. We. They're like we haven't. We hey, haven't. Can you guys bring in the pillows and the mattresses? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get rid of the sound foam. Yeah, dude. I know studios that are like it's. We've yet to top it. It's the best sound. You know, does wow. it work better if there's mattress stains? Is that? I, I think so, man. It yeah, has to yeah. be a used mattress. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah. So like, we were just yeah in a in a closet with our friends. Let's like, we can only capture two tracks. You know what I'm saying? Like. <laughs> You know, so you we're looping instrumentals. You know, just it's just terrible. You know, just yeah. bootleg. Um, That's so yeah. good. But you just like for my experience, you learn how to rap live because there was like, you know, weekly events like open yeah, yeah. mics and stuff like that. So you just so for me, that's that's how that's how the craft is like sharpened. You know, yeah, it's not yeah. like in your basement, like teaching yourself how to record. It's more like, you gotta go outside. On demand. Perform. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? And do you it, find that you do better when there's pressure? I do. Cause like, it, Beck's like, how do you not practice for speeches? And I was like, I'd, it'd be worse if I sat there and like. I'd stress. I'd yeah. stress and get, you know, and if it's like, oh, you gotta go on right now and talk to people about this. I'd be like, all right, let's do this. Go time. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. It's that like Neanderthal, like go tackle the wildebeest. You know what I'm saying? It's like, all right, let's go. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah, I'm, yeah. like I'm not like an alpha, like, jock. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But that, but that's what gets it out of me is like the pressure of like, you got to perform, you got to perform now, you got to kill it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's go. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And f- as the concert goer, you want the live performance oh to be gosh. like 
not repeatable. Yes. You know, exactly. You want it to be an elevated experience from I the want recorded to version. Walk out of that thing going, what just happened? Yeah. I, what was that? Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. In a good way. Yeah. Not like, yeah. What, what who just was happened? that? Yeah. <laughs> what was that? Oh man. I find, do you find it's, it's, uh, it's harder for smaller groups? Uh, performance wise. Yeah. Um, it depends on the room. Like if it's a small group in a huge room, it's terrible. <laughs> you know? But if it's like, you know what I'm saying? That is awful. All right. But if it's a small group in a small room, it's like, that's cool. Let's make a moment. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I'll adjust the show for that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I try to make, my thing is I try to make big room small. I like, that's kind of like my thing, you know? Um, I, I mean, I could, you could like, go with the seven piece band you know what i'm saying like and it would sound amazing don't get me wrong like yeah. at some point you know you're doing a stadium you kind of need it you yeah. know what i'm saying uh but i think it's even more powerful in stadiums when like you got one spotlight and a person's voice just fills ninety thousand seats you know what i'm saying mm -hmm. so to me i i want it to feel small you know yeah. what i mean um but if it's if it's small because just Ain't nobody come. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> then it's hard. You know? You're like, oh, this is, oh, oh this sucks. Why am I? And then you start thinking, why, did, why aren't people here? Why didn't it sell out? Yeah. <laughs> why? What am I doing with my life? Go be with your children. Go be you a could teacher. Be with your children right now. <laughs> you could be eating dinner with your kids right now. Yeah, yeah. Instead, you're rapping at a one fourth full room. You know uh, what I'm saying? Man. Yeah, dude. <laughs> That's when it gets lonely. But that yeah, is yeah, not yeah. happening tomorrow in Seattle. That it is, is not happening. Out. It's sold no, out. No. Sold yes. out of Chop Suey. Yeah. Love it. Yes. Do you, uh, I'm curious, like you have a pretty awesome platform and I'd say you're using it for good. Uh, I mean, you were saying, you know, you're inspired by Mir. Uh, I'm inspired by people that like get up and just like speak their mind. Yeah, dude. Uh, what, like for people who don't listen to you, you mm -hmm. should go to Spotify. Please do. Or iTunes and buy the, buy the record. Please do. Uh, what, what, like, what is your platform? What are you passionate about communicating? Man, I think, uh, you know, I'm. I'm really interested in, in like social commentary in general, uh, whether it's political or, you know, justice or whatever the case may be, just a good like anthropological look at ourselves. You know what I'm saying? Who we are, who we want to be, who we've been, what are the stories we're telling ourselves that are creating realities for others, you know? Um, and to examine those things and say, hey, dude, are maybe these aren't, maybe we aren't telling good stories. Yeah. You know, maybe we're believing bad things about each other, you know, and being willing to look again, like I said before, like to be able to see that in others, but really to see it in myself, you know what I'm saying? So I think ultimately, like my platform is like that sort of reflection of who am I, not eyes and Jason, but the, the listener, to be able to say, who am I really? And who's my neighbor? You know what I'm saying? And am I giving them the honor and the dignity they deserve? You know what I'm saying? And am I creating a world that fosters that sort of love and dignity for the other? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but I, again, I think it can't just be how am I treating others? It has to be like, how do I see myself also? You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because I think a lot of times our mistreatment of others has a lot to do with how you see yourself. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I think there's a lot of questions we need to ask us. And I try to like make music and build a platform that says, I'm gonna be, I'll be guinea pig A. 
Look at me be vulnerable. I'm gonna fillet myself right now. Here's what I'm doing. Here's where I'm messing up. Here's what I'm trying to see. Here's what I hope to see in the world. And here's where I think me and you can possibly get that. Yeah, you know yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. So you know, whether it's music or poetry or podcasts or blogs or videos, whatever the case may be, like that's the end. The end is like, how do we build a more livable world? You know what I'm saying? And that's really my hope. You know? Yeah. The song you did with, um, I'm totally blanking on the other artist, uh, not a rapper, mm -hmm. uh, John Michael, no. John Mark McMillan. John Mark McMillan. Yeah. And you were like, you were once undocumented too. Yeah. And I was like thinking about it, I was like, yeah, everybody at one point was not yeah. documented. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was like, that song was such a like, there was a play on, there was a play on words with that. There was the, obviously the national narrative of like, Hey, dude, this, <laughs> we colonized this place. Like, this was, it's not ours. You know what I'm saying? So, like, hey, you were once them. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And then um, also because that first verse had a lot to do with sort of addressing kind of like Western evangelical thought of like just this idea of like the in and the in, like those that are in and those that are out. You know what I'm saying? And just this idea of like how just this like, ire of just this just incredibly just intolerant and just racist just like voice coming out of what's supposed to be the most welcoming space in the world you know yeah. what i'm saying um and just kind of being like yo like you're that was the play on word is like when you when you're taking communion eucharist however you look at it like in this theology what you're saying is you were out and i brought you in you know what I'm saying? I made you a part of my story. That's what communion is saying. I've laid myself down to bring you in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So who are you to think of anyone else not worthy of that? You know yeah. what I'm saying? So like that was, so it was supposed to be like a play on that. Like, hey man, like think about think about what you celebrate every Sunday. You know what I'm saying? Like you sh like have the grace for someone else who may not be in a situation you in, but the really reality is you. I mean, you were went, you were in their situation. Yeah, you know what I'm saying, and just have that understanding of others. You feel me? Totally. Yeah. So it's supposed to be like a like a a dual. Yeah. Yeah. Meaning there. And there was lots of dualities. There was lots and that's of dualities. Not, yeah, that was a lot. And that's that's that song's actually the best example of like the two the knife cutting on both ends because mm -hmm. the verse verse is very you 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 you. And then the second verse is very, oh, crap, me, 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 me. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. How did that song come about? Did he reach out to you? Did you reach out to him? I reached out to him. Actually, we found each other. On, no, that was, so it wasn't John Mark. you guys find each other that in Michigan a, over Mad Cup? No. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually Aaron Marsh from a uh, from group called um, Copeland. And I was already a fan of him. Yeah. So uh, I had said something on Twitter and he retweeted it. And then I just was like, why does that name sound familiar? So I just like, <laughs> I was like, oh my God, it's complete. So then I just direct messaged him like, yo, I'm a fan, whatever. So then I was already writing the song. Um, and then I was like, hey dude, I want to work with you. Here's the song I'm thinking about. And he was like, oh, this is the one. So he came back and, you know, did his part and wrote a few uh, extra things. But yeah, oh, that's I cool. About. Yeah. Oh, I love that song. Yeah, it was he, a single, right? It was, which was very surprising to me. I didn't think the label would go for that song to be a single. Really? Yeah. Cause I was like, man, you want know, something that's like, you know, a little more upbeat, kind of. <laughs> oh, it's kind of dark, don't you think, man? And they were like, yeah, no, it's great. You're like, it's 2017. It's kind of dark. Yeah, uh, right. That's <laughs> they said. They were like, well, let's out the box. This is what we're doing. I was like, all right, well, here we go. You know? uh, 
Let's do this. I have no boundaries. I have no boundaries. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. That's so great. Uh, No boundaries. That's that's the name of this episode here. Yeah, no boundaries. No boundaries. No boundaries. boundaries. You have to leave soon. I do. Beck always has great questions. Well, I want to test some questions on you that oh, we, so what we'll do is stitch this no in such a way. He has no boundaries. So this is a great time. Yeah. 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 No, I mean, if you, if we like these and we want to add it at the end, it's just okay. sort of like a, like a round robin. I love it. You know, fun. T- top of your head. Yes. T- tell me, tell me. <laughs> uh, so first question. So we at Mir, we talk about, or we I, not talk about, but we reference an African proverb that, mm-hmm. that reads, if you want to go fast, go alone. If you want to go far, go together. Mm-hmm. You've probably heard that. Yeah. Um, so tell me, is it easier to go alone or together? Man, easier. I think it's easier together. Why? Do I need to go why? Well, I'd say why. You were, <laughs> Becca, I was like, is she going to ask why? Tell me more. Tell me more. Uh, you're just, it's a lighter load, man. You know, um, I just I just think about not only the physical strain but also the like emotional strain of having to do something by myself all the time. Like I'm I don't, I don't like that Lone Ranger thing. Like that's, <laughs> that's hard. Yeah. You know? I think it's better together. It's you are so together. you're so a people person too. It's so obvious. Yeah. Yeah. I mean I have my limits, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Okay, good. All right, next question. I, the uh Steve Steve was talking about the same thing on the Steve Monarchy on the, on the podcast mm-hmm. a while ago. Mm-hmm. And it was, uh, he was talking about the celebrations are better together. Yeah. They are. And like the trials are easier together. Yes. Cause you just, you carry that burden of somebody else. And yeah, it's lighter. Man. Well, and either of those are not near. I mean, even celebrating alone sucks. Man. Sucks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, look what I did. Yeah. Get a bottle look for yourself. Yeah. You loser. You yeah. know. <laughs> we go pop the champagne. Right. Have a sip. Oh, okay. I'm just going to All right. Go all right. All right. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> okay. Netflix something. Yeah. What is one belief you hold that will never change? Oh, wow. Uh, ooh, that's a good one. Man, probably, probably something my mom would say is like, you got to be who you is because who you ain't ain't who you is. So I think, yeah, I mean, terrible sentence, but that's a belief that like, you just have to be who you are. You have to be dedicated to yourself, you know? Yeah. I I love that. Can't be nobody else. Yeah. I love the delivery of that too. Yeah. Uh, Okay. This one is a fill in the blank. Mm -hmm. Don't sacrifice blank for blank. Mm. Family for fame. Oh, boom. Boom. (laughs) Can't do it, dog. Because again, again, you're celebrating in a hotel room mm-hmm. <laughs> by, by yourself, mm-hmm. you know, nobody to share. That with. It's not worth it. You know, has fame ever tempted you in any are sort of way? Are you kidding me? I, I guess Dude. none of us are bulletproof, right? Yeah. Like, look at him. <laughs> there's like, you just, you are famous. <laughs> there's like, hey, uh, you know, it's 1030 at night on a Sunday during like Grammy weekend. It's like, hey, can you come here now? We're gonna do blah, blah, blah. You can meet so-and-so. And you're like, yeah, you should look it over at your is that wife the, and Is family. that the awesome clause? That would be like, <laughs> that would be it. 
it's not awesome. It's, that's that's where you got to count the cards. It's not awesome enough. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. To be like, oh, or we're watching a movie. It's Or let's say not 1030, it's 730. You know, it's family night. We're watching a movie. We're watching freaking Moana again. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? 100 times. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I'm going to look at my children and be like, oh, I'm going to leave right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been waiting to hang with me all day. I'm going to leave right now. You know what I'm saying? It's just like, man, it's tempting, though, because it's like, I don't know when I'm going to get invited again, you know? Um Totally. But what if you don't? What if you don't get invited again? Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. Play it. Play it out. You go, and it's like I've been, I've been at those tables. You just you wear your best outfit, which ain't, which is not any. It's not gonna impress anybody in that room. You know what I'm saying? You gonna stand around in a corner, maybe talk to two people, and just try to get picked it's like it's your you're in you're in seventh grade <laughs> you're in seventh grade again you know. for dodgeball yes pick me pick <laughs> yeah. me that's all you're doing and it's like this is not why i left my family for this just yeah stand outside saying pick me pick me like nah you have good perspective it's uh, uh, thank you yeah <laughs> alma did you hear that yes please hear that alma <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay this one is makes me laugh a little because it's essentially your life's work (laughs) but the question is what what is one piece of knowledge you want to impart on the next generation Mm, yeah oh man we like we have the power to build the world we want to see you know so like build it like let's build a better world let's go yeah yeah that's tweetable it is that's beautiful thank you um (laughs) And this last one, so Mir was named in part um, in tribute to John Muir, who's responsible for our national parks and, mm-hmm. um, you know, spent yeah. a lot of time in California. Yes. <laughs> uh, and he is famous for penning the quote, the mountains are calling and I must go. Ooh, I love it. So another fill in the blank for you, blank is calling and I must go. <sighs> now now you're, you're tapping on. Moana, my... Moana is calling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Calls me. Yeah. Oh man, uh, you're pulling on my poet da, strings. Da, 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 da. Yeah, because <laughs> like my poet strings is, is like I. As soon as you said that, I mean seventeen things. As soon as you said it, just went boom, 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 boom. Like right in my Can head. Can you speak what goes through your head? Yeah, it's so fast. Like stream of consciousness. It's too fast. Right now, no, I'm just kidding. It's too fast. But I was like, okay. I was like the future, the children, the joy, the wisdom, like all, like all those things. I'm just going. Wisdom's calling me. I gotta go. The jo- joy's calling me. Future's calling me. You know what I'm saying? Like it was all like, yeah, yeah, yeah. firing. But to me, it's more like, it's not like logic where it's just like. <laughs> for me, it's more like, it's like the Price is Right wheel where it's like. <laughs> so like all, so I'm catching a few of them. I'm going like as much as my eye can see him, but it's just like, (laughs) but that's how it's happening. But I'm like, there's a trillion things, but I would say, gosh, man. I mean, the the thing that's sticking is like future. You know what I'm saying? The future is calling me. I got to go. You know, that's what I'm hearing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. The future. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. I'm sad I have to go. You guys keep Dang. Keep going. I know. Keep this guy in the hot seat. While you're you're leaving, we're going to make coffee. Okay. Uh, yes. Enjoy a nice pour over. Yes, I make coffee. Yeah, yeah, guys, this is uh, that's a, it's a pour over. You don't even know it's the future. 
origami pour over. Origami pour over. Origami. It's a friggin' future, dude. Look at this. Yeah, you got ground. You got grind. Grounds, grinds. Oh, this is incredible, dude. All right, so we're recording us making coffee too. Yeah, yeah, we can. Yeah. Coffee's or water seating up. I was like, coffee seating up. Coffee seating up. <laughs> well, it's not. <laughs> yeah, it's it's getting there. How did you get into coffee? Oh man, traveling. Besides besides it being just completely uh meant to be with your spoken yeah. word about coffee. Totally. Um I it was traveling, man. Like you know, I had my gateway drugs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and then you're like you're in the middle of nowheresville and you stop at a gas station and you're like i can't drink this you're like this is how i don't know was this what i was drinking all you just like it all comes like oh there's a difference yeah you know and then after that you're like now you got a taste for it so yeah. you just start hunting for the clues you know for me like looking in the window of a shop and hunting for the clues i'm like okay is that a good Oh, that's an automatic espresso. That's not a good yeah, espresso. Yeah. For, okay. Yeah, yeah. So you just pressing a button for it. Okay, it's not going to be good coffee. You just start like knowing what yeah, to look for. Yeah, you start cluing in. And yeah. Do they have a pour over bar? Do they not? Totally. And, yeah. And then I just, and then it was like, all right, I'm in. <sighs> yeah. It's so good. It's so crazy because people are like, you know, people, third wave coffee, especially coffee, people who just drink coffee will kind of make fun of me. They're like, it's not, there's, there's no difference. Oh, it's totally And you're thing. like, okay. All right. Respect. Yeah, sure. You don't, you don't have to have it. Uh, sure. but it's a, it's a rabbit hole. I mean, it's kind of like, I mean, it's, I guess it's like a lot of things, culinary, beer, wine, wine yeah. spirits, the whole thing. Like you can just go, I mean, like, you know, people are like, Oh, I don't like beer. It's like, there's so much, like, it's fine yeah. if you don't drink, no big, no big deal. But yeah. beer, it's like, you got really light lagers all the way to like crazy fermentation and just everything. Yeah. It's wild. And then now I feel like coffee is kind of the, la the, like the lagger behind wine and beer and even culinary mm -hmm. different flavors acid heat all that whereas mm -hmm. coffee it's there's seasonalities there's burundi season there's it's like so crazy yeah yeah the complexity and the ability of of variations is just it's like it's never ending and i think that's what like it was the art of it that made me stay where i'm like there's so much you could do here totally yeah different preparations all of it oh i love coffee so much yeah <laughs> If you have not found a great solution for storing your coffee beans, you need to look no further than the Mere coffee canister. It is fantastic, and it is available right now on Kickstarter. So if you head over to mirror.com slash Kickstarter, there is early access pricing for you to partake in. If you're like us, a married couple with one who travels a fair amount, you're going to want more than one coffee can. It travels as well as it sits on your counter so consider buying more than one if you're an on-the-go kind of family exactly and you know how i always know that we have a good product in the making is when i travel tsa just always happens to stop me when there's new products in my backpack and they always pull out the coffee canister and they're like what is this and i get to explain it to them and show it to them and uh as, as frustrating as it is that they stop me it's also kind of cool because their minds are blown about how we seal out the oxygen with the accordion style lid so yeah, it's a unique seal, but it's also really easy to to use, um, which is exciting. It is. So again, you can be a part of this early introduction of the product on mirror.com slash Kickstarter. We would love for you to be a part of the Mir community. Go check it out. Let's do it.
<laughs> so good. Yeah, man. I, w- I want to chat about music because I know, yeah. like like I said earlier at lunch, mm-hmm. I love music. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I'm, I'm absolutely moved by music. I listen to all genres of music because I'm just so fascinated with like the culture behind the music, the mm-hmm. intent, the motivation, the inspiration, all of that. Mm-hmm. I also know nothing about how it's made. Yeah. To, I mean, like Beck's saying, she's like, you don't even know what an octave is. And I'm like, you're right. I don't. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> Correct. Yeah. Um, how, like, how is it changing these days? You know, like obviously yeah. streaming Spotify, you know, went public. They did uh-huh. a crazy reverse public thing where they actually didn't raise money. Yeah. Uh, which is kind of cool. Uh, yeah. but apparently Sony bought most of the shares or something. Yeah. Like yeah. That. Yeah. Don't tell nobody. I told you. Yeah. That. All right. Yeah. Um, <laughs> uh, what, so what's like, how's it changing? How's the game change? Is it, is it making money in the concerts, the merch? Yeah. So like there's the beauty of the beauty of it is like, it's this, it's definitely a very like, if you want it, you could go get it. You know what I'm saying? Um, like logic. Yes. Well, and you too, you were recording yeah. your closet. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And like you, post a video on YouTube and then they kind of blew up from there. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. You can, if you're, if you're down to hustle, you know, um, and you know, like anything makes smart business moves. Like it's, there's the day of the gatekeeper, if that's the sense, if that's the way, the day of the yeah. gatekeeper. Um, now, granted, the gatekeeper didn't, they didn't go down <laughs> They're still, a fight. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they still don't <laughs> control some of them. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Um, you know, but it's like now there's like, there's multiple routes. Like, you know, you, you don't have to like cut a demo and hope somebody picks it up. It's like, you know, you can go straight to market, you know? And um, man, that's cool. Sorry to cut you off. Yeah. That's just like, man, so much today. Like, now is the people are like ah oh, the world's get, like the world's off. Uh, yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. man, now more than ever is the time to do anything anywhere in the world. Yes, yes. You know, like cost of a camera, super cheap. Cost yeah. of a video camera, yeah. it's in my palm of my hand. Just go. Yeah, like I there's saw, no excuse anymore. Totally, no there's excuse. an entire movie on Netflix that's shot on an iPhone. I love that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So you can like it's there for you. You know what I'm saying? Um, it's there for you in the sense that like depending on the lane you're trying to take. You know right. what I'm saying? Um, I mean, if you want to go straight to like drake side then yeah you gotta go talk to these guys and yeah, these yeah. guys and these guys you know it's a different story but like um there's so many ways you can like make your career work you know um and then there's like and because of that you know somebody's gonna figure out how to game the system and how to cheat it you totally know, you can fake streams you can fake clicks you know what i'm saying you can yeah, buy yeah. them you know what yeah. i mean <laughs> just like, like on click instagram farms. Yeah. yeah you know there's you could do that you know what i'm saying so like but knowing that that's there, like the encouragement to the to the young musician should be like, dude, like you, they're not getting more streams than you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like those ain't real streams. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like you're like you're doing fine. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, but then there's the things that haven't changed is just the reality of like there's just no substitute for quality music, putting on a great show and getting out on the road. You know, there's just no yeah. You at some point you have to do that. You have to put the hours in. You have to put the hours yeah. in. Yeah, you know? ten thousand hours. You just you just got to do it. You yeah. Know? And there's uh, so many subgenres and niches and you know it just if you you can find there's a crowd for everyone. Yeah. You know. Um. And now how music has changed is like you can get to them. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I think that to me that's the most exciting part is like you can get to your fan. You totally. Know? Um. You're not just grabbing in the uh, grabbing in the dark here. You know? Yeah. 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 I love that. Yeah, dude so good what's what's your favorite part about music right now man creation um, on the road yeah i i 
I love performing. Yeah. I really do. You're when, really good at it. Oh, thank you. <laughs> and I, like every time you're yeah. dance, I'm like, I got to dance. Like, yes, yes, yeah. yes. <laughs> uh, it's like, uh, we talked about it at lunch, like on Conan O'Brien's spot, he talked about like when you, when the, when the show is just right and they're laughing and they're engaged, he's just like, I feel like I'm healing my body from cancer. Like something just in you to your like chromosomes is just there's a healing like it's a mirror like so i feel like the stage can be like that for me too or it's like there's just this moment in your it's indescribable you know um so i really enjoy performing when performing is working you know what i'm saying <laughs> like when it's not you're just like i i'm just gonna apply to like this, <laughs> Costco, man. Just, I'm just gonna work at Costco. Dog. Like when it's not working, you're like, uh, man. But um, yeah, that's my favorite part. Right now, since I'm in the writing process, like just the idea of like the possibility being limitless, you know, um, you know, in the way that like a visual artist just like is looking at a, you look at a blank canvas and you're like, you can either be intimidated or you're just like, oh my gosh, it's the fullness of imagination. Yeah, yeah. It's just my let it go you know what i'm saying so like right now that's where i'm at and for me that's super fun when you're like i can i can do anything i can yeah. say i can say whatever i want yeah yeah i can make whatever i, I can want. make whatever i want yeah. like like when you were looking at the poor guy i mean you're like this yeah. is right in front of us it's like yes. all your words you yeah. didn't make up these words you no, just no, no, put no. them all together in a totally. credible way yeah i love that yeah it's just like yeah and when that so the poor is like a great example of that to where it's just like when an idea, I feel like the ideas and in the song lyrics that are the most brilliant are the most obvious. And it was like, why didn't we think of that? Like, <laughs> how did how come how did we all miss that? It's so obvious, but it took. But the genius is like, but you found it. You, but you put, put it, it together. together. Exactly. You know what I mean? And it was like that was it. You know, yeah, yeah. nailed it. You know what I'm nailed. saying? Um, yeah, so I, I mean, it's the I'm, execution. Yeah, that's people a drug. Are like I had that idea, and you're like, yeah. dude, every, like, every, yeah, no. so many people had the idea for Uber before. There was like Magic Cab was yeah. before Uber, but yeah. they didn't execute. You didn't do it. You didn't do it. Stevie Wonder, and believe me, believe it or not, I'm gonna pull a quote from Stevie Wonder. I love it because I have some friends that have. I can't say it was me. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie and be like I was in the studio with Stevie Wonder because I wasn't. <laughs> yeah. But some buddies were, and he would say, like melodies. Songs are in the wind, like they're in the air already. They're already there. He's like, if you can grab it out of the air, record it immediately and put it out because someone else is gonna grab it. Because mm. he's like, because it's there. Right. Why Why this resonates, why you're singing songs I wrote in the 50s, you know, in the 60s is because yeah. it's in the air. Yeah. We were, we're all already singing it. Yeah. I just, I just harnessed it, like you said, I just harnessed it and put it out. Yeah. So he's like, if you got one, put it out I oh man like, that's crap yeah and there are so many similarities between like consumer products and music yeah yeah like the camp cup for us was like so like the the single wall enamel camp cup yeah. was everywhere and i was like this is a horrible product it should be vacuum insulated mm -hmm. you know and then we made our we made our camp cup and and we like we like sprinted because we're like somebody else is gonna someone's do this. gonna figure this someone's out gonna yeah. do this and then lo and behold after we blew up a bunch of people started yeah. doing the camp started cup. doing the camp yeah. Cup. yeah yeah but they ain't no mere camp cup that's right. That's right. Uh, I love those similarities, man. Yeah, dude. What's what's? Do you have like a favorite verse or song that's like? I mean, there's. It's probably hard to like distill it down to one of my own. Of your own. 
Yeah, man, nah, super hard. Because for me, it's like, I mean, the Porigami is quickly becoming my favorite yeah. mirror product. Yeah. But uh, man, I, our eight ounce tumbler, I just like the hand, like, you know, everything yeah. just came together. The yeah. hand feel, the you, yeah. like everything. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, like, I, I think like the last record, Crooked, was like the most cohesive album I ever made, I think. Um, I'm super proud of that. Uh, I think that. Which I have on vinyl, so yeah, thank you. Thank you, sir. I love that. Yeah. I think Excellent, which was like two albums before that, was probably the first record that I figured out who I was. Mm. So it holds like a space for me because I was like, oh, that's who I am. I feel like up until then, I've been trying to find who I am. Yeah. And then that record was like, no, that's it. This is who I am. Yeah. Okay. And then everything else from has been like, no, that's who Prop is. Um, but I think the song is probably an album before that that like, it's probably like a favorite song. It's a song called Dig. And and I and I think it was if if I were to if I were to try to figure out why. And I think it's because something similar where it's just like that's how you write a song. I was like, now I know how to write a song. Cause I felt like I know how to write raps. I can yeah. write verses. Yeah. Verses with a chorus. Yeah. I could write really cool bars, real clever, you yeah, know. Yeah. That don't mean you can write a song. You right. know, writing a song is is actually very hard. You know, and do you come up with like all the beats in the background too, or is that where no, you? No, that's, that's where like DJ? a production. Team. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Um, and it's not necessarily my DJ. Like, like, uh, but that's not to say that my DJ didn't produce any of it. Like, right. So with hip hop, it's like, yeah, there's there's a bunch of different producers, you know. But the DJ is like the travel guy. You know, you just give him the tracks, <laughs> and he may have just happened to have made a few of them. You yeah. Know what I'm saying? But yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. That's a really ignorant question. I realized. No, it's You're not like... at all. It's not at all. That's <laughs> <laughs> revealed. You know? Oh man! But I love that it all builds upon each other. You know, yeah, where it's yeah. like those different stages and seasons. And yeah, you know, you yeah you like um yeah you, like you said the similarities. It's like you probably went to market with something you were super excited with and like nobody wanted it. Yeah. Like, Our crap. first tumbler. I'm like, this thing's awful. Yeah. <laughs> crap. <laughs> like this, I have yet to re like shoot the music video for the right song for the album. Really? Like, cause I'm like, you finish the record, you're like, okay, this is it. These are the these are the singles. These are this is we're gonna run with. Let's shoot videos for this song, this song, and this song. Cause you're like, I think it's gonna be these ones. Yes. Yeah. And then this other song ends up being the most streamed, the most liked, the most downloaded. You're like, crap, we don't shoot like, a video for that one. Yeah. And all the video money's gone. Like, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> Yeah, I've never. Yeah, my whole career, I've never shot the video for the song that was the most like. Does it just make sense to shoot the video before the album releases, or can you wait? You can, but like you're trying to catch fire in a you know lightning in yeah, a bucket. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it's yeah. like you can't miss that window, right? Which is in some cases the old model, because like the old model is this: you got you got a week and a half to sell all the albums you're gonna sell. That first week sales is all that matters. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, so you're trying to so you do all that the video the everything to push the first week sales yeah um but now i mean i i mean i guess yeah you could wait you could wait you know and like yeah you could wait to wait a couple weeks to see like what songs coming to the top but then it's like now i gotta cut this video real quick you yeah, know what i'm saying rush it um yeah, yeah uh you know, and some people, or your Beyonce, you just shoot a video for all of them. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> you know, right? Uh, but yeah, like, I, I, there might be other ways to do it. You know what I'm saying? But really, just with streaming, it's like you're not looking for 
my man Andy says this, you're not looking for rockets, it's more like landmines, you know what I'm mm. saying? You just want, you just keep planting good songs because you never know right. because of the way digital music works. It's like a it song from three albums ago may all of a sudden pop up on a commercial because it yeah. just came in somebody's algorithm and they're like, oh gosh, this song's we gotta amazing. We got to play this, yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, that's fascinating. Who's um like in your space right now, who's kind of the the group or the individual that you look up to uh, yeah. in, the, in the sense of like in the outdoor space, it's like, you know, a lot of people talk about Yvonne Trenard of Patagonia, mm -hmm. or if you're in like the coffee space, you know, like potentially Howard Schultz on just like the forefront of third wave. Yeah. Uh, but all the way down to like, you know, us barista champs and, and yeah. stuff like that. Like totally. who's like, who's out there where you're like, yeah. man, they like, they're like they're kind of, a, yeah. Out. Yeah. So there's a few guys. Um, Kendrick and like Black Hippie and them, so like all you know, Kendrick and yeah. Schoolboy and um, Absol, like they figured it out, like how to you know what we would call like a crew, which is different than a group, you know what I mean? Because they're all solo artists, right? But like they Voltron together well in their and they're distinct enough to where they're not like cannibalizing each other. Oh, interesting. You know what I'm saying? So it's a multiplied effect. Yeah. yeah. So like, and it's. Which is different than Wu Tang, which was a get, which was a group. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, but like, oh man, that Wu Tang Logic song, woo, <laughs> so great. Yeah, Logic figured out a lot of things too. Logic, I think, in a lot of ways, I'm looking at a lot of what he did. I, I, I really like when people, this guy Toby and UA, the Toby from the SWAT, he's out in Houston, who's a good friend of mine. Um, I like when people find their crowd like you find your lane and you stick to it yeah. you know what i'm saying and you do it well so everything gets funneled into this but it's so authentically you like you could tell when like it's manufactured that that was some yeah, marketing yeah. department that said <laughs> totally. hey make all your pictures black and white yeah. you know it's like oh, okay fool that's not yeah. you yeah agency you know what I'm work yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah but when someone is like no like this is and that speaks to a it speaks to a niche you know what i'm saying um but not in a pretentious way. It yeah. just this is just this is who we're talking to. Yeah. And everyone is welcome. Yeah. But this is who we're talking to. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when artists figure that out, I am always like, Yeah, that's that's the move. That's the plan. So like I said, so Logic figured that out, Black Hippie figured that out, uh Toby figured that out, you know. Um for a while, uh, Chance had that going for him, it, but he just got so huge that it's like, yeah. well, what are you gonna say now? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now you're a megastar now, so it's yeah. like. This. Is he still uns unsigned? <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> Who knows? Who kn Nobody yeah. knows. Who knows who's really signed? Yeah. Who's not, you know? I just got signed, yeah. Yeah, there it yeah. is, yeah. yeah. I got a little imprint. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. Yeah, Do you, uh, I'm, cu I'm curious with like music on on the like production side, mm -hmm. how we talked about this a little while ago, how like to me, it kind of seems backwards hmm. in the sense that like you are the creator of your music mm -hmm. and then like the label, are they like are in the past model? They're the gatekeeper. So that's why they make so much money or like, well, they are, they're paying the guys. So like, so if you take like, we'll go all the way back to like fifties, yeah. Hitsville, yeah. Hitsville, USA, Motown, you know <laughs> Motown, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. So what they would do is you had all the the best like musicians, so writers in that sense, and then writers as in songwriters. Yeah. And they all had offices in the one building, you know? And so they would jam, they would play, they would come up with stuff. 
and then they would come downstairs to the studios, record demos, and then you'd walk into the exec and you'd say, hey, I got a song. I want to sell this song to you. And that, and they go, okay, we got this artist we're working on. That's, that song works great for Aretha. You know what I'm saying? That's going to be Aretha's song, right? Oh, that's going to be Stevie Wonder's song. Oh, that's going to be so-and-so's song. Yeah. So, but the writers were all in that building. You know what I'm saying? On payroll? No, they're like, it's commission. Oh, got it, got it. So you, you rent a space there hoping to land a song. Got it. You know what I'm saying? Um, and then, so fast forward to like Quincy Jones, like just a machine, right? So it was like, we got Michael Jackson. Okay, who wants to write a song for Michael Jackson? I do, I do, I do, right? Yeah. <laughs> so then, and he just pieced it together. You get the best song. So it's like, I like your bridge. I like your chorus. I like your bass line. I like your verse and I like your second verse. You know what I'm saying? And he just pieces, he's the conductor. He's pieces it together yeah. and he goes, okay, Michael, Thriller. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> right? And you're like, okay. So Michael just gets the lyric sheets and just sings Thriller. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Or he'll say, hey, I'm going to change this note to this. They're like, great. Okay, now he's got a writer's credit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Oh, but like, sense. yeah, but uh, Michael himself can't pull all them people together. You know what I'm saying? The label pulls that together. Right, right. right. So then they pay him out. You know what I'm saying? Um, that's like you said, that's they studio, that's they this. So you fast forward to now on a major, the major is going, I don't care about your record. I need three things I can send to radio. I need three songs I can send to radio. We're in, we're putting all our money into that. Got I just it. need those three songs that we can send to radio. And those are the ones that are really going to make us money. And it's the ones going to make you money. That's going to put you on the map. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. But we're buying that. Got it. So your budget for your record is really for us to buy you a single. Wow. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. And but you can go write your little songs. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And it, like maybe you'll get lucky. Yeah. You feel me? But we think you need this song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and they just slide that song to you and that's your hit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Um and be so if they're saying we're investing this much, we're investing this much in this video, investing this, you need to you need to re they need a it's ROI, like, you know yep. what I'm saying? So yeah, yeah, they need that, you know what I'm saying? Um and then you start like negotiating ownership, right? So if you're the if you're the guy that's like, uh, it's cool, but I want to own my masters or I want fifty percent. You know, if you're you're a businessman, if I'm a businessman, yeah. it's like, okay, so what am I gonna what am I gonna put effort in? The thing that I own eighty percent of, or the <laughs> thing I own fifty percent of? <laughs> hmm. You understand yeah. what I'm saying, right? <laughs> yeah. What am I gonna work harder on? You yeah. feel me? Yeah. Um, so if you're gonna you're gonna ride that wave of like no I want to own my masters I want to do this then you're like okay cool you know you on your own though because yeah. they're not gonna work that hard for you you know what I'm saying it better be amazing and you better have that hustle in you yeah you feel me um, and if you have it dope yeah. go get it there's there's a few people there's, there's yeah, very few yeah. that that's worked for them right. you know what I'm saying um, or you're yeah or you're just broke you know what I'm saying you're performing in arenas. But you're only taking home ten percent, you know, which, if that's what you want, yeah, go for it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. So it's picking that lane. Yeah, it's pick your lane. Pick your lane. Mm -hmm. uh, this is super niche. Well, super niche for probably people listening to this yeah. podcast. Uh, people that probably don't know who Nipsey Hustle is. Yes, yes, that's what I was thinking about too. Uh, yeah. Man, I'm just fascinated by that. Like, because I just felt like a like an outsider just yeah. observing this whole thing, listening to his music. Yeah. He seemed like a brilliant writer. Oh my 
gosh. And I don't really understand like who murdered him or like what like what yeah. what all happened. Like this, I just yeah. I read headlines. I was very, I'm much a spectator. I was like I gotta ask Prop about this because I bet yeah. Prop has some insight. Yeah. So for the listeners, so Nipsey is a, a California rapper, um, but to call him that would be like just like the understatement of the year. You yeah. Know what I'm saying um, rapper, businessman, entrepreneur, um, just an amazing gentleman. He's from South Central Los Angeles. Uh, a very notorious gang called Rolling 60. So he was just sort of known for that. He's a crip. Um, um, and just brilliant. Child of an immigrant, like a Atiera, um, you know, country right next to Ethiopia. Yeah. Um, grew up in the Crenshaw district. Uh, and he was signed to a, a major for, he was just hustling mixtapes out the trunk. You know, then he signed to a major. The major went bankrupt. So he left, then he got another deal, they dropped him. Um, and But the whole time he was about like, I need to own my masters. You know, there's videos of him, like teenager, street corner boy, sounding just like any other street boy, but talking like, just this like business entrepreneur, these interviews, he's like, hey, yeah, so when you get signed, man, you gonna get yourself like, like gold chain, stuff like that. He was like, this little boy, he's like, yeah, man, gold chain's cool and everything, but you know, that's like a liability. You know what I'm saying? I'm more interested in assets. Like, I'm buy property. And they were like, wait, 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 what? <laughs> like, what did you say? Yeah, little 16-year-old. Like, <laughs> so this is Nipsey, like 16, talking about like, nah, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, we need to own real estate out here. You know what I'm saying? Like, that, that's the type of stuff you can't, that's, that's how you need to get something that'll make you money. You know what I'm mean? saying? Like, how do you, how do you know this? Little yeah. rolling 60 crib. He just, so he was always like just special like that. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Um, fast forward. He opened this thing called Vector 90, which was like a work workspace. He has a co-working space. He has a co-working space. He was teaching like inner city kids like STEM coding. Like he was teaching them how to build apps and websites and stuff like that. Just South Central LA. He bought a, a strip mall on a corner of uh, Crenshaw and Slauson. He had a clothing store there. It was a Creole restaurant. There was a barbershop. There was like a, a, like a convenience store. Just all these things that he just... And he bought these businesses, hired local, right? Um, there's like these other stories that were coming out of like this... Uh, this um, I want to say it was a guy that worked for like the electric, like municipalities, like for our power yeah, yeah. district, who was assigned like to work on one of the breakers over there. And this is just like, just white dude, like just, it just happened to be this assignment. Yeah. And he said, so this lady comes out and was like, man, you know, for the last months, my husband came home and said, hey, the business owner on this corner, he's such a nice guy, man. He come out, he gave us lunch. He would always give my workers lunch, man. He give us, you know, give us water and stuff. He's such a good guy. I heard he got murdered. So he didn't know who he was. He didn't know that that was Nipsey Hussle, the rapper. Got it. He was just like, God, this guy's like so nice. He would just yeah. come out. Man, such a good guy, man. All the kids in the neighborhood love him. They all respect him. Yeah. Such a good, so all these stories kept coming out about who this guy was. Um, so people who had no idea who he was, were like, oh, this guy's amazing. This guy's an amazing guy. Yeah. He's just a great guy for the community. Didn't yeah. know he was a rapper. You know what I'm saying? This former <laughs> world like- World famous rapper. World famous rapper's yeah. gang member. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Um, he, uh, when I went to his visual, his vigil, I was standing next to a lady that was like, hey, I've known Nipsey since he was 12. And she was like, I got terminally ill, you know, a couple years back. I was on my deathbed and I just needed the meds. Like, I can live with this. I just didn't have the money for the meds. And he just came and visited me and paid all the, paid all the costs, bought me the meds. 
And she was like, how can I repay you? And he was just like, just hustle and motivate. Just motivate people to do better, you know? You know, I don't need no money from you. You know what I'm saying? Just like that yeah. kind of guy. But the uh, the the life he led before this kind of caught up to him. So essentially, uh, um, nobody on nobody that worked at that strip mall since he all hired these were his friends, people trying to you know do better. Yeah, a lot of these dudes were felons. Mm. So they don't. Nobody carries weapons. That that space is called a you know. So it's a, a gun free zone. Yeah. Because it's like the place gets raided all the time, you know what I mean? If you so you're gonna break your parole, you're going back to jail. Yeah. So no one was allowed to carry weapons on this thing, which is such a big deal for someone who came from the block. Most of the time you move, right? You move out to the valley, you know. You move yeah. to Calabasas, you know. Get away <laughs> from the city, and and give back to your community. No, he never left. Like I'm like I'm here. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that meant so. That's part of what meant so much to the city. You know what I'm saying? It was like you. You didn't give back to us. You never left us. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, so uh, as the story goes, I'm more involved than it seems in the sense that like like I'm my family's from that neighborhood, so I know a little more than like the public does yeah, just yeah, because yeah. my family's from there. Right. You know what I'm saying? But uh basically there was a young man who had got out of prison who apparently had like snitched on a couple of other guys yeah. in the city. That's that's how he got out, you know? Right. So usually that's like, I mean, the street rules, like that's a green light. Like you yeah. don't get to snitch and come back to the hood. Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. People doing 20 years because of you, you know what I'm saying? Quote, unquote. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, they're doing 20 years because they committed crimes. But right. like, yeah. you know, um, but uh, he essentially was like, I'm... He basically banished him. He was like, "You like you can't come back here." Right. Which translation? I'm saving your life. You know what I'm saying by yeah. telling you you can't come back. That's actually an act of mercy. You know right. what I mean? Um, because Nipsey was that kind of guy. Like, so it was like, "This is man, you can't come back around here. It's good to see you again. I'm glad you're out of prison. Yeah, you can't be here." You know? Yeah. Um, so they sent him away, and he just the guy just got in his feelings and came back, shot him six times. Yeah. That's crazy. So they, yeah. So like, those that stuff's public. Like that, like they knew the guy, had seen him before, pound him up. They saw him like an hour earlier. Came and said hi. Said he was rapping now. You know what I'm saying? And was like, well, that's great, man. You know, like, yeah, don't be around here though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But I'm, I'm glad you're making the change. But the thing is, like, when you go to prison, um, it for some reason, like in your brain time stops outside you know what i'm saying so if you went in 2009 you get out you still think it's 2009 you know what i'm saying like yeah facebook's just starting yeah you know what i'm saying <laughs> we've evolved 10 years like the guy that you know that you it's like so if that's the case it's like say say if you if you graduated high school you know what i'm saying in 2009 <laughs> y'all were 18 you yeah. know what i'm saying this guy is 28 now you know what i mean like <laughs> yeah. i'm not the same i'm not an 18 year old anymore yeah, you things know have changed <laughs> things have changed while you were in a time warp in there you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah. so he gets out you know a lot of times like i mean I, I don't know the guy but i know that that's what happens you get out you still think you see a person you know what i'm saying you was in a beef with yeah, it's like well, still, that dude's a grown man with kids now. Yeah. Like we've moved on. Yeah, you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, man, that's too bad. Yeah, it was tough, man. It was it's it struck me very close to home. Um, 
you know, like I said, I, I, my family has a pretty loose or not actually a pretty tight affiliation with that neighborhood. I was really shielded from a lot of that. Like my 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 father and my aunt were very purposeful and not allowing me to like hang out with some other uncles, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who were over there. So because of that, like it's like to the point of like plausible deniability, like I they won't like there's names that I I don't even know. Like I only know their birth names. Like whatever they're called on the street, right. they don't I don't even know it because yeah, yeah. I wasn't allowed to. You know right. what I'm saying? Right. And you know you you make a decision. It's weird. Like growing up in the inner city, you make a decision like 10, 11 years old that you're like a like a life decision that like either I'm gonna sign up for this or I'm not. You know what right. I'm saying? And I remember the moment of being like, oh, I'm not cut out for this. <laughs> yeah. I'm yeah, no, nah, I think I'll just ride these skateboards. I think skateboards are cool. <laughs> yeah. You know? yeah. Yeah, dude. Oh, man. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm I'm certainly glad that you're... Uh, right, yeah. <laughs> Me too. That you're here rapping and yeah. uh, spreading the good word, man. Yeah, man. Uh, I'm a big fan of your music, dude, obviously. I'm a big fan of your cups. Oh, thanks, man. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, we got a collab. Well, we've, we've collab before. Yeah, uh, yeah. We're going to do a ton red, more, man. Red Couch Podcast is on the cups. Yep. Uh, we did a prop cup too. That's right, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We did both, man. Yeah, um, people can find it on your website. Yeah, well, we're gonna run them. We're gonna run them soon. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't wait, dude. I'm gonna run these. Uh, oh, the poor gummies. Gummy, I'm gonna run all that. Oh, yeah. And your 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 crowd loves the the specialty coffee, man. So it's oh, gonna man. be good. Yeah, yeah, dude. <laughs> That's yeah. So excited about that, man! I uh, love what you guys are doing, man. I love working with thank you. Guys. Thank you. So dope. Are you are you down to like tease out just a couple lines from if coffee? Oh yeah, were a person. I'd love to. Oh man, yeah. For uh, you've been working on this for a while. I have. Uh, we got to hear, hear it uh, over at Flagship mm-hmm. uh, SCA last year, yep. and it's like, man, I can't wait for this to come out. Yeah, dude. But it's so good. Yeah. Let me see. Okay, so or in context. You provide the context. What I mean, it's basically a, a spoken word poem yeah. about coffee. Yeah, it's a poem about coffee. If we're a person, yes, it's yeah. just this idea of like I don't wanna, I don't want to give away the turn yet. Yeah, <laughs> uh, but like it's just this idea that like maybe there's sort of a fourth wave of Ooh. third wave coffee that's like that's much more you know empowering and inclusive and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So this is the idea. So like, if coffee were a man. It'd be a black man, <laughs> joyous, welcoming, warm, life-giving. He wouldn't be for everyone. He's definitely an acquired taste, bold and adaptable. He would give of his best of your good and gladly share in the fruits of his grind and sweat. Neither heat nor high pressure would scare him. <laughs> he so would and does flourish come hail or hot water and he would welcome them both for he knows it brings out the best of him he wouldn't mind the crushing of a grind cause his is more or less poor Lex okay, okay, okay. that's all you got <laughs> oh man you have to wait for the rest everybody yeah, yeah, so yeah, good. Yeah, yeah man man that's so creative I love it when like if when I do perform that people get the bigger picture but like the little like word plays of like specialty coffee stuff when i yeah, mentioned yeah. poor alex yeah like i always look to like who in the crowd like, like gets that you got that you got that you got that yeah oh man so good thanks for that oh my pleasure man. uh we always ask people on our on our podcast uh so we talk a lot about you know our, part of our mission statement is literally to empower people for a better future yeah like that's what we exist for uh-huh um 
people often think it's because we grant money from our revenue, yeah. but it's, it's much deeper than that. It's threefold. So we, we exist to empower people for a better features mm-hmm. future. So that's our, that's our actual mm-hmm. team members. It's our customers. You know, can we actually make a better product for our customers? Yeah. And then as a business, can we use our force for good mm-hmm. and grant and do good in the world? So it's kind of yeah. like three pronged. And so yeah. uh, a few years ago we came up with this idea called empowerful. Mm-hmm. So we've had this whole empowerful um, kind of line of product where we give back to a certain nonprofit. Um, we were doing one in Honduras last year in a coffee growing region. Mm-hmm. So we kind of made up this word empowerful yeah. and it's like empower plus beautiful, grateful, thankful, so all the, yeah. the fulls, right? Uh-huh. So we're always curious, like in your words, how would you describe or define empowerful? Oh man, I love it. I think it's the difference or the, the marriage of sort of like good hearted charity and advocacy. Because I think that there's a lot of times we use these interchangeably and really, really understanding that they are different. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, uh, yeah, giving to a nonprofit is a good hearted charity. You should do that. You know what I'm saying? Um, Advocacy is the idea of challenging structures and infrastructure that would make it not even necessary mm. for us to even have the nonprofit in the first place. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So the idea of, to me is um, empowerful is the idea of taking both of those things and learning how to make them one. You know what I'm saying? That our, our charitable actions are also creating infrastructure. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Totally. And challenging. You know, so it's so it's that it's advocacy married with, you know what I'm saying? So that's totally. what that's what I love about it. You know what oh. I'm saying? Love that. Yeah, dude. It's a great definition. Yeah, dude. I <laughs> uh, love it. Uh, where where can people find you? Oh, yeah. So prophiphop.com, uh, right? And that's all of my socials, Twitter, Instagram. It's all just prop hip hop. Prop hip hop. Yeah. Red Red Couch Podcast on the yeah. on the podcast yep. on iTunes. Yep. And the... Yeah, Red Couch Podcast. That's the redcouchpod.com. Yeah. Nice, man. Yeah, so dude. good to have you in. It's so uh, fun, man. Appreciate you. Thanks for being on. Oh, my um, pleasure. Man, we're gonna have many more cups of coffee. Many more. Yeah. Yes. Uh, maybe not in Michigan. Maybe. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe. Yeah, you maybe, never yeah. know. We're gonna land somewhere at the same time. Maybe <laughs> yeah. in Korea. Oh. 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 We gotta go to Korea. <laughs> we gotta All go. Right. All right. Thanks everybody for tuning in. Yeah. See ya. Thanks for tuning in. We will see you on the next episode.